Hello, welcome to the Nebraska Wedding Podcast. I am Kelly LaFleur, your host, here for the last episode of the decade. Guys, I couldn't think of a better way to finish off 2019 and the decade with episode 25 of the podcast. I hope that from the beginning of all of this, back in the beginning of 2019, through now with our 25 wonderful guests, that you have had a chance to go back and listen to some of our favorite episodes. Um, at the beginning of 2020, if you follow us on Instagram at Nebraska Wedding Podcast, I will be recapping our top 10 episodes of 2019. So you'll definitely want to check in there to see who made the top 10 so that way you can go back and re-listen to all of the goodness. Today, I am very excited for our guest. It is Allie Jung from Attitude on Food, and she brings us into the world of catering. Now, as someone who films events as a videographer, I get to eat a lot of food, a lot of wedding food. And I'm sure you've thought about or you've experienced like catered food can be kind of blah. Um, I can guarantee you the food quality with Attitude on Food is stupendous. So I am very excited to have Ali on to talk all about the history of Attitude on Food and the things that they can do the best for you. Now, also new, I wanted to share that today's episode, episode 25, is sponsored by 402 Event Services. 402 Event Services promises that they will make your dream event a reality. They strive to alleviate any and all of your event stresses, no matter what they may be. Your experience with their team will be a smooth and stress-free process. From the first meeting together through the end of your celebration, you will feel secure in knowing that they're here to help you reach your event goals. With over 20 years of combined experience in the wedding and event industry, their team has the expertise and knowledge needed to produce the highest quality events. They have everything that you need at your fingertips, ensuring that your planning and production process feels like a routine and not a headache. From production equipment and rentals to planning and staffing services, they do it all. From knowing Stephen Finkel, who you've heard on one of the first episodes of the podcast, they really have a fantastic company and the podcast supports them completely. And we wanted to thank them for sponsoring today's episode. And before we get to the episode, I wanted to remind you all that you can find me, Lacework Films, Attitude on Food and 402 Event Services all at the Engaged Brunch in January. For more details on that, uh, head to the blog post or the show notes for this podcast or check out our Instagram and you can see all of the information there, either on at Lacework Films, at 402 Event Services or at Attitude on Food. So without further ado, let's get to the episode. Meet Allie. Hi, guys. We're here today with Allison Jung from Attitude on Food, and I am so excited to have you here to talk all about catering. Yay. Yes. Welcome. <laughs> um, so I would love if you could kind of give the listeners a quick little overview of like who Attitude on Food is and yourself, who you are. Yeah. So Attitude on Food was started by our owner, Nathan Newhouse, in 2002, and he just thought that there was a need for a catering company that was new, fresh, that can give really creative ideas and bring, you know, a different element to events, something that wasn't always there. And with food, you can really make it fun. You can make it part of the show, really, and you can do whatever you want with it. Awesome. And then tell us a little bit about you and who you are in the company. Yeah. So I am one of the event producers. So basically clients reach out to me. Um, I send them our information. I get a proposal started just one-on-one with the client going over their entire event and what their needs are for catering. All that fun stuff. Cool. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. So tell us a little bit about how you got into catering. Yeah. So I went to UNL and my major was hospitality, restaurateurs, and management with a minor in business and leadership, plug in UNL. And when I was in the major, my least two favorite classes were weddings and catering. I was like, I will never go into those two professions. And here we are. Um, I had actually gotten an interview. My sister knew one of the other event producers that worked there. And I went and interviewed and I started as an event assistant and then worked my way up. So I've been there for about three and a half years. And it's been really interesting, like the transition of weddings and just really learning kind of what people like, what people don't like, and just giving the people what they want food-wise and being like fully customizable and doing whatever people want. It's really fun to take some really big ideas and come up with some really cool stuff. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I I love all things food. I think everyone listening knows I love food. Same. And so <laughs> so if you had to pick, I know I didn't give you this question, but if you had to pick, like what would be your top three picks right now that Attitude offers? Oh, that's so easy. Onion puffs. It's one of our or one of our <laughs> hors d'oeuvres. That's a tough one. Um chevre cheesecake. So it's like a little tart with goat cheese and tomato chutney and pickle relish. I love anything goat cheese, so I'm always sold on that. And the third, that's a toss-up between the mac and cheese and the short ribs. Both are impeccable. But I could pick way more if I was allowed to. (laughs) (laughs) You could just go down the list. Oh, I could go down the full (laughs) list. Like, even, like, the salads. We have some salads that are so good. I could eat those every single day and, like, not even think twice about it. So if I had to pick, I would just say our entire menu. (laughs) (laughs) Good thing you do sales for them. (laughs) Just a small amount. Yes. Okay, awesome. So... (laughs) <laughs> every time I always like to ask everyone, like, what are three things that clients wouldn't know about you? Yeah. So I have three of one about me, one about our owner, and then one about attitude on food. Perfect. So I'll start with attitude on food. So we actually catered when Lady Gaga came and shot her music video for you and I, we catered breakfast and lunch. Nice. Which we're in the house. So excited. Love, <laughs> love Gaga. So into it. And then our owner, Nathan, was born in South Africa, raised in Australia, and now he lives here. Oh, right. so how did he get here? I think a girl brought him here. Um, yeah. Does he have an accent? Yeah. Oh, very much so. Very much so. <laughs> it's funny. I love it. And then I am a scuba dive instructor and I've lived in the Caribbean. Awesome. Mm-hmm. So at what point in your life was that? That was during college. Okay. Yep. In the summers. I loved it. I like begged my parents to let me stay. I was like, I'll finish school eventually. I just want to stay in the Caribbean. My dad was like, no, you're coming back. Come you're home. finishing school. <laughs> He's like, we know how that works. Oh my gosh. That sounds amazing. It was. So would you just scuba all the yeah. time? So I worked at uh, dive resorts, Okay, which was a lot of manual labor, but super fun. I worked with a lot of people off of like cruise ships. So I lived in Grand Cayman. So that was okay. a lot of cruise, yep. ship, cruise ship folks, it is. which is interesting and keeps you on your toes. <laughs> you and it's a lot very of fun. People. Oh, you, you meet literally every single type of person that exists in this world in like one time. And I was just like... Wow, this is crazy. Because there's be some days where there's like seven cruise ships in, so we just keep getting people in. And sometimes I just have like had to take a step back and be like, "All right, here we go. Next group of people that are coming in. We got to be ready for them." <laughs> and then I lived in Utila, Honduras, which is like way off the beaten path. So you fly into Roatan, you take a hopper flight to Utila, and then you have to take a tuk tuk, which is like a little taxi to the boat dock. You take a boat to the other side of the island. Oh my gosh! And then you have to take a bus ride to the resort. So it's so I'm assuming less crowds. Oh, that there job. was nobody there. It was so great. It was just people who are like really into diving would go there. Okay. So it was awesome. I loved it. It was both great experiences. If you ever have the chance to go scuba diving, 
You got to do it. So what got you into scuba diving? Like when so, did you first do yeah. it? So me and my family went on a cruise and we did snuba. And my dad, I guess, had always wanted to scuba dive, but just never told any of us. And we both took the classes and then we got certified in Cotizamel. And my dad's actually a scuba instructor as well. So now we just go on trips together to these random places and stay in these dingy hotels and just go diving all day long. Sounds amazing. It's a good time. I love it. Yeah. So do you teach here? uh, I haven't yet. Okay. I taught when I was in the Caribbean. Okay. It's been too busy back here. (laughs) You have another job. (laughs) The job that pays the bills. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Cool. So uh, going over, like, obviously I like to say that becoming an expert means that you've made mistakes. So like, what are a couple things that you can think of that have helped either yourself or attitude on food kind of elevate to the expert level? Yeah. So I would say like, I'm a very outgoing person. I think my main thing with working with clients is like, I want to be super responsive. Like I know everyone appreciates an email in a timely matter. So when people are reaching out, I try to get back to them as quickly as possible. I also try to like relate to the people I'm working with and trying to be like honest of like what's going to work best for your needs, where you're getting married, what you're wanting to have. So I think just like being more well-rounded into knowing everything about the industry, like all the venues, all of the things that go into it really help me give a better experience for our clients and being more like more well-rounded and giving like really good recommendations for other vendors and feeling solid in those recommendations I give make them feel more comfortable in like what it is. And I mean, you spend a lot of money, so those people want to trust you and know that you're, you know what you're doing. So I think I try to relate to them on a level that they're going to understand. Awesome. Yeah. Anything else? Oh, um, another one would be like for me, first starting, like I had never done anything in catering. I'd never worked at a restaurant. So like I knew nothing about this industry. And the one thing you learn is like problem solving on the fly and being able to accommodate no matter what. And like no event runs perfectly. If you think it does, it's a lie. There are fires in the back being put out that you don't know about and we're there to do it. So I just think being able to assess the situation, figure out what's going to work best and then do it and then just act like everything's running smoothly is kind of a really good lesson in events period because there's always something going on like i said totally no event runs perfectly and if they say they do it's a full lie because there's something going on in the back (laughs) that you don't know about so for our couples listening like what are some fires that you've dealt with Ooh, fires that i've dealt with like having not enough china having 10 more people show up that weren't supposed to show up and we're rolling out a table and throwing a linen and stuff like that or somebody gets too intoxicated and we have to handle that situation. There's just, there's always something going on, whether it's with us, whether it's with the actual party, whether it be a different vendor, it's always something, but we're trying to assess the situation. Like I said, handle it in the best way possible and just keep the ball moving. Cause in the end we want it to look like it's a fully ran event and everything is perfect. Cause for the client, it is perfect. We're just in the back, making sure everything runs correctly. Totally. Awesome. Okay, so let's like dive into the catering world mm-hmm. because I remember planning my wedding, but we also used um, the hotels. Yeah, catering. So like for you guys, mm-hmm. who would be technically like an offsite yeah. caterer, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Kind of tell us a little bit like what goes into that. What would be the difference differences between like an offsite caterer and an onsite caterer? Yeah. Well, 
they're they're pretty similar like a hotel like obviously they're gonna have the kitchen on site and like that kind of stuff as where like most venues in omaha don't have like a full working kitchen like that doesn't really exist like i'm trying to think if there is anyone that has like a full kitchen where we can cook everything on site which i can't think of at the moment but for off-site off-premise catering so basically we cook everything at our shop like very last minute that's the last thing that comes to people's events um sometimes we do bake things on site depending what they are but everything comes to your event like right before it's dinner time and then we set everything out um like i said on premise would really just be hotels um, even like exclusive caterers, most of the time they don't have like the full, full kitchen that they would need. So everything is made in the kitchens wherever they are located. Nice. Okay. And for attitude on food, can you give us a good idea of like everything that you guys offer? Oh my gosh, everything. There, I but don't, what does that mean? Literally everything. So our menu is like fully customizable. So I always try when I talk to clients, whether it be bride, corporate, private, anything like that, I always ask, what's your favorite food? Tell me what it is that you like. We can make something based on those things. So then it kind of embodies you at your event. So it's not just like these random things that you just picked off some menu. So I try to really get couples to couples, corporate, anything like that. What is it that you like? Let's make it something that gives it a special touch that people know. Okay, I'm walking in. This is so-and-so's wedding. This is so-and-so's business. Like walking into someone's home like, oh, like I could totally see them picking this. So just going the extra mile to make it more geared towards them and what they like instead of just the same old same old always i we try to really gravitate towards making people feel really special and that is the main point like it's your big day or it's a really awesome party and you're wanting to show off for people or you're just having your friends over to have some cocktails like we just want everyone to have a good time and love the food really and food really is what brings people together totally and i think what's so unique about attitude on food and your menu is that it's so different Mm -hmm. from most other things like you think wedding food and you think a meat and two sides Mm -hmm. and like a hard dinner roll yeah but that's not the case no and i always like to say like i feel like we're starbucks like we have a secret menu so like within our system i could pull up 500 hors d'oeuvres that you're gonna see maybe i mean our menu is huge when i send people the menu it's like 18 pages long and people are like oh my gosh how do i pick up I'm like, I know it's a little overwhelming, but like I'll sift through it with you. But like in our system, we just have so many options that people can go with. And our chef is always coming up with new things or I'll find something. and I just plug it in there. I'm like, all right, can we make it? Like, let's do this. We just try to keep giving different options and keeping it fun and not the standard and just having a good time with food. That's what it's all about, really. Yeah, it's fun when there's different things going on and it's not just the standard thing you always see. And even if it is a buffet, we can always jazz it up like you can do something fun and the food quality is amazing. So even if it is a buffet, it's going to be the best wedding food you've ever had. Totally. Totally. Okay, so looking at like wedding receptions and dietary restrictions, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's just like so popular now. Mm -hmm. It's such a thing, which is good. Yeah. Um, So how do you guys handle all of that. Yeah. So with dietary restrictions, I always ask the client um, what they are, how many do we need, depending if it's like buffet, stations, or d'oeuvres, we would have those meals in the back for those guests. They just go up to a server and ask for, hey, I have the vegan meal. Can I have that? And we just give them the entree and then they can kind of go and peruse on at all the other food items that they can eat. And for a plated, we would just have obviously their plated meal right in front of them. But I understand like my parents have gone vegan. So it's been really interesting to see kind of that make the switch from being 
normal eating to a dietary. So it's something that like I really enjoy like being able to accommodate people because I know that sometimes it's chosen and sometimes it's not. So just being able to accommodate people like and we have no problem doing that. It's so easy and we want everyone to be able to eat. Like I would hate for someone to go to an event and not be able to eat the food because that's like the fun part. So not having something for them I just think is not nice. Yeah. <laughs> like I just want to have something that everyone can enjoy. Have you guys ever had any requests that you weren't able to handle? I don't think so. Not that I know of. Okay. Cool. And I think we've seen all of them. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> There's some that I've gotten that I've like had to look up because I'm like, I don't know what this is. <laughs> I'm like, I got to double check just so I know. Yes. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Okay. So I'm sure one of the questions that you guys get asked a lot about is price. Oh, yeah. Anyone who does weddings, (laughs) everything, it always, Mm -hmm. I feel like it always starts with price. Mm -hmm. So is there kind of like a price range per person or what do you guys see or what do you recommend to clients as far as price? Yeah. So price per person is really hard. So like a lot of people call and I'm like, hey, can you just ballpark me pricing over the phone? And my first answer is no. I won't because there's so many different factors that go into it, like your venue. Some venues offer China, some venues offer different things. So I can't always guarantee you what that's going to be. Your guest count. I don't know. Even if you say 200, how many of that is children? If there's any dietary, all that kind of stuff. And then your guest count is going to change it. Your meal choice is going to change it. So it's really hard to ballpark anything. And I think that applies for everybody, really, because... I could give you a ballpark number and then if it's over, you're going to be like, but you told me it was going to be this and that's not always the case. So what we'll do is we'll send a menu and a questionnaire and once people fill out the questionnaire, then I have a better sense of um, what they're wanting and then timeline. Timeline makes a huge thing. Like in a way, catering kind of dictates timeline because I need to have my stuff ready at a certain time. If it's not ready, then we fall behind. So a timeline, the venues, guest count, all of it varies. So it's hard to give a price per person just because there are so many different elements that go into it. Totally. So going off of that, do you feel like most of the time clients are coming to you with an idea of what things are going to cost? Or do you feel like a lot of times people are surprised? I think it's half and half. I think... If it's people who are really into food, they kind of have an idea of like what it's going to be. And if it's people who, I mean, watching friends get married, just reaching out, it it is an initial shock when you start getting pricing back because things are expensive and it's totally understandable. You don't want to break the bank on all this kind of stuff. So I, if people have any sense of idea, I'm like, tell me what you're thinking and I can show you what is within that pricing. And then you tell me what you want and I can show you the difference. Sure. So then we can like find a happy medium of what it is that you want. Awesome. Do you feel like people looking at catering think that, oh, it's like bulk. So it's going to be cheaper than like an entree at a restaurant? (sighs) Kind of in a way, which I understand that, but it's also like the labor that goes into it. That's going to be, that's going to make things expensive. I see both sides, but we're not a restaurant. Like we don't just have like all of these things in the back all the time. Like we order based on what that week of events is. So it's not like we just have a hundred short ribs just like sitting in the back freezer. Cause we can't, you can't, and you just don't know what it's going to be like on a weekly basis. Like we get events that we'll call a week out. So we don't always know what the week's going to come. So it's really hard to do that. And the bulk pricing, it's meh. <laughs> yeah. So if someone was hosting an event, you said you sometimes have people call like a week yeah. out. Like mm-hmm. what? what's your guys' timeline in order to be able to like put together something for a client? Like what would be the shortest amount of time? Uh, ideally two weeks. Okay. So within a two week notice, we can pretty much do 
anything. Yeah. But we need to know. Like, right now. Yes. And I need all your final details right now. I need a signed contract. I need your final guest count. I need all of it right, right now. now. And depending on, like, how busy we are. So, right now, like, we're obviously in busy season. So, like, September through January, it's just, like, nonstop. And when people call last minute, I'm like, I'm so sorry. I want to help you. But it is so busy right now. <laughs> with weddings and then we get tailgate parties and then we start getting into holiday, holiday parties mm-hmm. which i love holiday parties because they always do fun stuff and i'm super into it and like doing all the fun dessert displays and stuff like that but with like our instagram like posting on there like start reaching out now like december books up so much faster than people think and it's crazy and then i'm just like holiday mode is in we're ready to go i'm ready for christmas and then it's just Another year starts and, then and we, we do, it, do all it all again. <laughs> it's fun though. It's fun. It's fun to see what people do and it's different a little bit every year. Yeah. So in the last three years that you've been at Attitude, like what mm-hmm. are the changes? What are the different things that you've pe- seen people do? Hmm. I think reaching out later. People are reaching out later and later and later, like within those two weeks. And we try to accommodate as best we can, but I just see people reaching out later and later. And... I see people reaching out and then like not responding. And that I know is a huge thing within just the wedding industry in general is people inquire and then you follow up and you follow up and you follow up with no responses, which is, I understand it's a lot going on. And wedding planning when you start is very overwhelming. And I totally get that because there's so many different things to choose from and there's this and there's that. And how do we decide? So I just think seeing people book later and later is huge right now because like when i started people would call and like book right then and i'm like woo, great let's go let's keep moving we're on to the next and now it's people are taking more time they're kind of analyzing everything which i understand because weddings can be expensive and catering is a huge bill within the wedding so just people are very much so analyzing every aspect of it which i understand it's fair, but sometimes I'm like, can I get an answer, please? <laughs> I would like to help you. Please just let me know. I'm like, I just want to know yes or no, please. And it's <laughs> fine either way. We just want to be able to help and like give as much solid information to people as we can. Totally. Okay. So with attitude specifically within the catering world, mm-hmm. like what services do you guys offer to yeah. clients? Yep. So Food-wise, we can do plated, buffet, family-style, heavy hors d'oeuvres, stations, the full shebang. You want it? You got it. Done. Um, We do help a lot with, like, rental orders and stuff like that. So if clients are doing rentals, they want us to double-check them because obviously most of the time it has to apply with the catering. If you're going to do china and glassware, just, like, a second eye on everything is always really good because you just want to make sure everything's good to go that some number didn't just get flipped around yes oh my gosh when i'm like looking at rental orders i'm like analyzing it with like a ruler and i'm like looking it down and i double check it like 20 times just in case the 19 before i might have missed one thing yeah <laughs> because it's huge the rentals are a huge part of it and just making sure those are always good is really helpful it makes the rental company feel better it makes me feel better than the client as well um doing walkthroughs for events, just kind of giving people an idea of how the night's going to flow, where everything's set up. So we do a lot of events where it's homes, people getting married at home and just kind of giving some advice like, hey, this is going to be what's best for our team, which makes it kind of really good for you guys. So we're out of your way and we're making sure service is really fast. Doing those kinds of things, I think, is really helpful. 
like I said before, like vendor recommendations is, I think, helpful because once you start, it's just a lot of information spewed at you all at once. And it's kind of hard to navigate like where to go. So I think having those recommendations for people and just kind of shooting them in the right direction helps them as well. Um, phone calls, obviously, if people ever want to jump on a phone call and just kind of talk things through, because sometimes emails are confusing. And I think people just the back and forth. Yeah. And I'm one of those people where I'll just call someone right away and be like, hey, I think we're starting to get confused as to what it is we're saying. So I'm just going to give you a call and we're going to kind of like walk through it. And then you're at ease. I'm at ease. And we both know what's going on. So I always think that's really helpful, too, because it can get confusing. Yeah. Well, and especially just talking about something as subjective as food. Yeah. You know, and it's just like so many details and so many things Mm -hmm. can get lost. Yeah. So as far as like stuff with displays. Yeah. Like what do you guys offer? Do you work with rental companies? Like do you guys have the stuff for displays? Yeah. So we have some of the stuff. I actually, we have a lot of the stuff. So we have this one thing, it's called an immersion circulator. So it's, um, I wish you could see my arms moving right now. That would give you a really good idea of like what it looks like, but it's like a wooden arch, almost kind of like square. And then it has chains going down into water. And then there's a sous vide behind it. And we put food in the little jars and the sous vide keeps it hot. So like things like that, or it's different, but it's fun. So we, one we did like, um, roasted garlic mashed potatoes with short ribs in it, which is so good. (laughs) So good. And like the Parmesan wheel where you put the pasta in there, you light it on fire, the cheese melts. Like anybody who likes pasta, I'm going to tell you to put that on your event right now. It's so good. Oh my gosh. So good. And like we do uh, like a creme brulee station where we torch it in front of guests. Just like adding in that different element of something that you wouldn't really expect that kind of just like heightened heightens it is really fun so we have like a salad wall we'll put in like little pails which i think is really cute stuff like that and we have majority of that stuff in-house whether it be sometimes like event uh, event planners or stuff like that have some of that stuff in-house so we use theirs depending on the event but it's fun people can get pretty groovy with food and i'm into it yeah So as far as experiences, you mentioned like the pasta wheel. Mm -hmm. What are there more? Oh, my gosh. Tell us more. I have to think about it. This is what I think makes you guys like so unique and so different. Oh, I love it. I could talk about food all the time. Food's just. I've already experienced the mac and cheese bar. Oh, everyone loves mac and cheese. The live action. Yeah. Delicious. Always so good. There's like a lot of catering companies I follow on Instagram, like 24 Carats, love them. Blue Plate, awesome. Like if you look at their stuff, it's like very inspiring because like Blue Plate being in Chicago, like not so far away. So I love to see what they have. And like, it's just kind of perks my, I'm like, hmm, what are they doing over here? Like, I want to bring that over to the Midwest. Like yes. everything that's going on, like outside the Midwest, I like want to bring it in, yep. but make it accessible to us without yes. like breaking the bank. Cause that stuff is. Yep. Oh, totally. If you look at it, I'm like, oh my gosh. Oh, here we go. Oh, I forgot about the guacamole station. So we make guacamole in front of guests, which is so good. Yum. I love the guacamole. We do a cookie waffle station. So we take cookie dough, we put it into a waffle maker and make it into a waffle and then put ice cream on top. And then it makes the entire room smell like freshly baked cookies. Oh my gosh. Also add this to your event along with the Parmesan wheel and everyone at your event will thank you. Everyone at your event is going to remember your food. Oh my gosh. It's so good. And like, 
I love all of it. What else do we do? Ooh, we do a pot pie station. Oh. Mm-hmm. So we have like, you can pick between different breadings, like cornbread, okay. like a biscuit, and there's a couple other ones, and then you choose the filling you want. So good. Like during cool. the winter time. Love it. And then we have this like dessert, like table artscape. So we have different desserts on there with different like glazes creamed over, and then we have like nitro stuff where you can break it. It's... It's a party. It's all the sounds. food is the party. Yes, <laughs> that's what that's like the kind of food I love. Yeah. I love when food is the party because it just it oh, makes yeah. everything. It's not like dinner's just like the lull between the yeah. party because mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes some wedding receptions people are just like, oh, we got to just like get through dinner to get to the dance floor. Yeah, and it's like when dinner is also like the an party. Immersive experience. Yeah, it makes it so fun and like. You could do, like, a buffet and then just add one element. Like, you don't have to do, like, the full shebang right. every single time. But if you did, I wouldn't be really sad about it because it's so much fun. And I would be in the back eating all the food, too. <laughs> and you could just add, like, small little elements. Like, you don't have to go crazy each time. So doing a buffet and then adding, like, the mac and cheese live action to a part of it, that just, like, spruces it up just a pinch. So if you want to do something standard but you just want to elevate it just a little to make it different than what everyone else is doing you can just add in those fun little elements and it's not anything that's going to be super crazy but still super awesome yeah oh man food 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 <laughs> so good it keeps the world okay so then on. i'm sure probably one of the other questions that you guys get asked would be like drink service yeah mm-hmm. so we have we can do bar obviously depending at the venues most venues do bar in-house but there are some places we can do bars so if you need bar services we got the hookup for you like if you're hosting something at your home yeah we can do the bar yep and that's super easy and then it makes it easier on people hosting because i think sometimes people will outsource the food but then they still want to do the bar themselves and they get to the point they're like okay this is a lot (laughs) i want to actually enjoy my party and talk to people and not just pour drinks the whole night yeah and i always tell people that like for events weddings corporate holiday just like take a second take a breath and just enjoy the atmosphere because the planning it's so easy to get wrapped into it and like getting really hyped about it and like there is this huge thing about wedding planning right now and it's just like i think people get so fully immersed into it we lose like a touch of reality almost because it just consumes people's lives And just remembering, like, just take a step back, enjoy the process, because it's such a fun process, and you meet some really cool people along the way, and there are awesome vendors in Omaha that people will come across. So just enjoying those people and kind of dissecting their brains and what they're really good at and just getting to know them better is, like, a really fun process along the way as well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, and I think also a lot of times I'm seeing couples just getting really caught up in the details and yeah like every decision is such mm-hmm. this high pressure yeah high oh my gosh yeah. decision yeah. so it's also figuring out like what are your priorities for sure what do you want to have be the big ticket item yeah and what can you forget about yeah like, well, that's so true and just remembering what the purpose of the day is yes and like i always my two things is eat don't forget to eat because people don't eat and then you have a couple cocktails and we got to get some food in those stomachs. So always, once you get in there, just take a breather and eat and just have soak your food up. be something you're excited about. Yeah, eating. for sure. Absolutely. Woo. Love it. I just taking a minute to actually enjoy the food and enjoy everyone's company, like sitting at that head table and seeing all those people out there at those tables around you, knowing they're all there for you. Like that is an awesome moment. And just like 
taking that in and remembering like that's what the day's all about and you just get to sit there with 300 of your best friends eating some dinner like how fun is that <laughs> yes i think that's also why i love like the they call them like king's table yes or banquet i love table king's or table. harvest table yeah. mm-hmm. that kind of setup where you actually are sitting and you can like look at people across yeah, the table for and sure. talk to your yeah. friends next to you instead of the kind of i would say more old school traditional like, hey, head Karen, table where you're all sitting side by side by <laughs> yeah. side and you're like is anyone actually talking to each other yeah, you're just like, no oh, because we're on display eating how much fun oh, is that i love it everyone's just like looking sideways like oh what's going on over there like uh-huh. what's going on over here yeah i love a king's table and it just feels like more homey in a way which yeah. is like a weird way to say it's it more but hospitable I yeah feel. for sure i love a king's table i'm into it yeah it's just i love when they're like they're huge and they're grand and they're like standing at the end i'm like ooh, look at you queen and king up there at your king's table yep rocking it yes i love it exactly but yeah. oh man so i know you guys opened a venue yeah Woop. tell us a little bit about yeah. Soiree room. Ooh, the soiree room. Yep. Um, so we just took that over in last October, which has been super fun. It's been really interesting seeing the venue side and I I've loved helping with it. Like I'm the first person who'd be like, I'll do tours. Like I don't mind. Like I love doing tours. I think it's so fun because it's so interesting to see all the people and like just learning what everyone is wanting. It's just it's so interesting to gauge kind of where everyone's going and it's interesting to see all the dates that people are picking and you kind of notice like fall is it here people like everyone wants a fall wedding which yep. i love i love the fall How good old nebraska not? right oh my gosh i love it but it's been really interesting to see the venue side just because like obviously working with venues off premise catering you don't know what fully goes into running a venue so it's been really fun to learn and it's been an experience and i'm having a good time our venue coordinator jen is the bomb she's like the cutest nicest lady i've ever met i love her she's so great she's doing a great job with it and yeah come check it out we just got shivari chairs totally into it shameless plug on the shivari chairs love them they are the best they're they just add another element oh they're so good i i didn't even know about shivari chairs until i started working at attitude on food and then all i could talk about was shivari chairs oh my gosh they got shivari chairs these are amazing these are like rose gold shivari chairs people do you see these these are amazing (laughs) like look at the shivari chairs i'm like why are you not appreciating these like i go to weddings and they have them like you need to realize how much these cost to rent because they're amazing. So you better appreciate it when you're sitting in these because they are awesome. Yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. They're so so tell us a little bit about the venue, like capacity, yeah. Yeah. what kind of events you would suggest yeah. having there. Yep. So I say like 350 is good. We can do outdoor ceremonies that kind of maxes out at like 180. Um, any events, really. Obviously, weddings. We get people who call in for like corporate, like we'll do some holiday parties. So a little bit of everything. It's nice. fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I was just there last week, yeah. which when this airs, this would have been in August. LOL. So time, is, um, time has really flown that by. Time's really flown by. Oh my gosh, where'd it go? We flew the <laughs> clock right out the window. It's like Alice in Wonderland. Yes. So, but it's a great place. There's definitely room for like hors d'oeuvres. Oh, for sure. Spot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good patio. Yeah. Really pretty built-in bar. Yeah. Everything we, like that. For sure. And we have those two hotels right behind us. So you can like walking distance to those, which is nice for anyone who has a really good time. Just pop right over, slip your room key and just go right to bed. No need yes. to worry at all, which is good. And Zestos across the street. Oh my God. Zestos. It's dangerous, people. <laughs> dangerous. 
I want someone to do a late night snack of Zesto's ice cream. And then I'll just like happen to be there at some point in the time. And I'll just grab myself a little dish and just pop right out. Easy. Very easy (laughs) to get ice cream to the story room. It's so easy. It's so good. I love it. But yeah, it's been super fun. And we've all kind of had our toes in it within everyone working at AOF. So we're all very like prideful of it because we've done everything we can to make it our own and really make it into a beautiful venue that people want to get married in. So far, we've had a couple weddings, which have been really fun, like watching people set up. I'm like so into the process of like watching people get everything ready because it's interesting to see what everyone does. Like yes. it's so fascinating just to see the process from start to end with people. Because like with us, I didn't get to see with catering, you don't get to see people set up the venue or like anything like that. So it's fun to watch people like come in and they're like, oh my God, we're getting married, which is like awesome. And I just, I love the process of the venue. It's so fun. Yeah. Okay, so before we wrap up, last question for yeah. you. What are some things that you wish couples would be asking you? Ooh, that's a good question. I think just asking what a realistic budget for a certain guest count is going to be. Because when people come in, it's like 350 people. Even if we pick something that's more budget-friendly, it's still going to be expensive because we have a lot of people and that requires more staff. And I think just being open and honest with what you're wanting to spend, like you're not offending anybody. Like I want you to be honest with me because therefore I can give you the best information that I have and I can steer you in the right direction of what you want. So I think just being honest with your vendors and like setting realistic expectations is huge because... If we're not a fit for you, that's totally fine. I just want to be able to help you and figure out like what your needs are and better assist you in what it is that you need. Totally. Do you find that when people come to you, they have like a concrete idea of what their guest list is? Or do you think people kind of get an idea of price and then maybe like confirm? (sighs) Or how how would you suggest couples go about that? Guest count is so hard. Because so people will send the questionnaire and they're like, okay, between 200 and 250, I'm doing your proposal at 250. So you're seeing the highest number first. Because if I did it at 200 and you saw that low number and then we went to 250, that's not fun. That's not fun at all. Because you're like, wow, that went up by a lot. (laughs) So I always start at the high number. And usually at that high number, we'll go back a little. But like I've said, people are reaching out later and later. So I think then they have a better idea of guest count or I don't know. That's hard. I guess maybe this would be a better way to pose the question. I've heard from some planners oh, yeah. that they suggest that couples kind of book their fixed price yeah. vendors first. Yeah. Like it's going to be the same price no matter if you invite 50 people or 350 people. Yeah. Like photographer, videographer, yeah. DJ, yeah. et cetera. Um, and then kind of go with your per guest yeah. count yeah. vendors next. Yeah. The hard thing with that with catering is that catering is going to take like essentially a lot of the budget. Yeah. yeah. So like reaching out to us and just initially starting like, okay, ballpark, if we really were going to have 300 people, can you show me what a two entree buffet with China and staffing looks like? Just so we are aware that if all of those people did come, this is what it's going to cost. Because like I said, it is way worse to start at the low number and move up. It is not fun. I have had some people who are not excited about it because I wouldn't be excited about it either. So reach for the stars on your proposal. Yeah. And then we can get yeah, down and to then reality. We can go back. Yeah. Because I think a lot of time people will reach out and... Like I said, with weddings, most of these people who are doing it are doing it for the first time. So they don't know 
pricing. They don't really know how it works and all that kind of stuff. So like I take it as like a wedding vendor. It is our job to educate people and kind of inform them, hey, with this budget, this is what's realistic. This is what you're asking for. This is what it's actually going to be. So setting the expectation of like, we can do whatever you want, but if this is, if this is what you want, this is what it's going to cost. So just kind of saying, Hey, like we can do it. I just want you to be aware of what those costs are. And if you want to scale down, not a problem. We can scale it down and bring the price down because that's fine. Things get expensive. Weddings can be very expensive if you want them to, or they can be done budget friendly. So we can do either option. You just have to, I think just telling us and being honest and open with us is like the key. Right. Because I can't read your mind. If you don't tell me what you want, then I just don't know. And I want to help you have the best day of your life. So just tell us. So we're happy to help no matter what. Always. Yeah. Fantastic. Okay. So tell everyone where they can find Attitude on Food Mm -hmm. on the interwebs. Oh my gosh. www.attitudeonfood.com is on the World Wide Web. Attitude on Food for Facebook, Instagram. If you don't have a Twitter, we're not that cool. It's okay. I don't either. We're not that hip. Twitter, Twitter's a scary world. I'm not. I'm, I'm scared of Twitter. Food pictures do so much better on Instagram. That's so true. Yeah. <laughs> Instagram and Facebook. And then we have our website. So if you want to inquire, I always recommend like going to our website. And we also have on there all the venues we cater at. So if you're ever wondering where you can find us, it's always there. Um, but yeah, there's some cool f- food photos on there. Get inspired. I've got my start. See what they can do. I've got my Starbucks secret menu waiting for you guys on my laptop. Don't worry about it. I'll send you all the good things. You just got to tell me what you want. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here. Oh my gosh, you're so welcome. I love it so much. It was fun. I'm so into podcasts. Good. I love it. Good, good. Awesome. Awesome.